people, you know, just don't want to be told what to do. They've got a real problem being told to wear masks. As a matter of fact, in our favorite county, in our favorite state, a city council meeting or commissioner's meeting went off the goddamn rails when members of the public were able to speak. Yes, I'm talking about Palm Beach County. Fuck you if you're not from Palm Beach County. Palm Beach County, of course, is in our most fucked up state. That's Florida. Ding. The city council over there made it mandatory because there's such a huge spike. And Florida is having a real problem with the coronavirus right now. It's a hot spot. Uh, so uh, the commissioner or the, the city council said, look, uh, and they voted on this. It was unanimous. Masks are going to be mandatory. People didn't like that. And I wouldn't even be featuring this on Distorted View if there was like some rational discussion. Right, if these people came up to the podium with stats and research and valid criticism, unfortunately, uh, a lot of these people just started spouting a bunch of conspiracy theories. This is my favorite woman. Take a listen. You literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. It literally is killing people. And my the people, we the people, are waking up. And we know what citizen's arrest is. Because citizen's arrests are already happening. Okay? Who are they arrest? Who are the citizens arrested? And every single one of you that are obeying the devil's laws are going to be arrested. Right, we're bringing Satan into the mix here. So far, she said without any sort of evidence that masks are literally killing people and it's the work of our dark lord, Satan. Laws are going to be arrested and you, doctor, are going to be arrested for crimes against humanity. Every single one of you have a smirk behind that little mask, but every single one of you are going to get punished by God. You cannot, you cannot escape God. You cannot escape God. I'm going to say that again. You cannot escape God, not even with the mask or six feet okay six feet like i said before is military protocol you're trying to get the people to train them so when the, the cameras the 5g comes out what they're, they're gonna they're gonna scan everybody we gotta get scanned we gotta get temperature the kids have to go to school with masks are you insane are you well, someone's insane that's for sure crazy i think all of you should be in a psych ward right the heck now because none of you none of you know what the hell you are all talking about how the hell haven't we featured more city council meetings from florida that's where i should be searching for content this is insane and then you want to open this meeting with a prayer to god are you praying to the devil because god is not listening to that prayer because all of you are practicing the devil's laws what happened to this lady we're just asking you to put on a mask so you don't spread germs. Gates, why is he not in jail? Why is Hillary Clinton not in jail? Why are all of, the, all of these pedophiles that are demanding you... She has hit all of the major conspiracies. All to, to 5G, Hillary, pedophile race. Listen to their rules. Why are they not in jail? Yeah. Oh, is it because you're part of them? It, I, I, I feel like I, you're, you're just starting to hear a commissioner interrupt her to say her time is up. I'm hoping she manages to fit Bill Gates into, into this before she leaves. Listen to their rules. Why are they not in jail? Oh, is it because you're part of them? Are you part of the deep state? The deep state is going down. And if any of you are in the deep state, you're going down with it. I just have that clip. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. Well, for those that don't know, 
We're over here cracking the mics on. You're doing it wrong. Well, we try to show you how to do it right. Uh, okay, I've got a co-host with me today, so I'm not by myself. I've got the incredible Haley Hewlett. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, thank you for coming by. Hopefully, you'll come by a little more often and be a permanent co-host. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, I listened to the first podcast and absolutely loved it. Um, this podcast is very raw, very real. Um, and like he always says, if you have something to say, email it to the bad guy. <laughs> exactly. And we can even give us a call at 516-595-9848. No, I'm not picking up the phone because there'll be too many phone calls to be picking up the phone for just random people. Send me a message, leave the message there, and I will put you on the air. And I can, if you'd like, I can even call you back and we could discuss where I went wrong or probably where you most likely went wrong because I know I'm usually never wrong. <laughs> okay, talk that shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, as hell, as you were looking to see what um, we were going to talk about, I usually just flow through Facebook and see a lot of the stupid stuff that goes on there and comment on that. Because there's plenty wrong going on there, as there is plenty wrong going on in our world. Oh, yeah, most definitely. There's a lot of um, false information on not just Facebook, but social media, even like news platforms. So anything that we can talk about, whether it's something as simple as food, like the last podcast we were talking about more um, social structures and social issues and politics, or we can even go into something as simple as like the environment, which isn't even simple. So don't even listen to that, but you know what I mean. Most definite. You know, we're just going along. Like I flipped through Facebook and the first thing I get on here was a black woman paints over Black Lives Matter mural. And as the police are arresting her, she's chanting, Jesus lives matter, Jesus matters, Jesus lives, he matters before anybody else. And it's just like, come on. Okay, not to laugh at that, but. Yeah, it, it's just like, lady, you have nothing else better to do than sit here and Jesus didn't help us when we were slaves. Yeah, like, honestly, I am a spiritual person. I guess I technically identify as agnostic. Um, saying Jesus' lives matter um, doesn't really make sense at all if you're really rooting for any home team, I guess, or if you're just rooting for humanity. Um, like, I get that religion is very important and it's, like, grounding to people. But at the end of the day, I'm sorry, it's a storybook in your hand right now. It's not going to stop bullets. It's not going to stop hatred. It's so yeah, black lives matter. What do you mean? Right. I don't, do you see the whole thing is okay. You could go Jesus lives matter. All right. If you want to believe that, cause I'm right there with you. I, since I've been on Facebook, I've learned more about religion and seeing that, seeing that the black man and woman were the first people on the planet we started religion and all everyone else did was copy off of what we did and switch the 
names and the places. Yeah, there. But the, the stories are the same. Yeah, there's way older religions than Christianity. I'm sorry, but like there's way older religions, and that is just the form of of Jesus that that she's willing to go by. There's so many forms of Jesus or a deity that people go towards. So when you're saying Jesus lives matter, you're not even including everyone at that point. Like, exactly. Cause if, first of all, if you believe in Jesus and he's supposed to be love, where's the love when you grab black paint and drop it on the black lives matter mural? Yeah. That's like everything. Yeah. If you want to say Jesus lies battle, okay, but that's not, he's already dead. If you wait for him to come back, keep waiting. But until he comes back, we got to live with what's going on right now. And I don't see how that's helping the cause, but there's these guys called the Hodge twins. So I kind of stopped uh, the video as they were about to pontificate on where this lady is 100% correct. Mind you, the Hodge twins are two light-skinned black men that are super Republican. Hmm. Which is funny because if they were to do some of the stuff that some of the other people do that are lighter than they are, I guess that's why they get away with a lot of stuff because they're light. Mm -hmm. I always like to tell people that I think the av after watching um, uh, what's the, the Avengers Endgame and you know with Thanos in there and everything, I then came to realize that I think when white people see a black person, they see Thanos with all the freaking stones in his gauntlet. And he's got his fingers together about to snap. Yeah, no. Because if you see a black man on the street compared to a white man on the street, if someone was to feel comfortable, say, for example, in a traffic stop or something like that, usually there's like five, I would say it's a five to one ratio, four to one ratio, where on the other it's one on one, two to one. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, people with that melanin in their skin are a thousand times stronger. So it sounds to me like people that don't have that are a little scared. Yeah. And okay. But the whole thing is we've all got, they don't even realize because I'm realizing things as I go along. Cause I listen to a lot of science, even though Republicans don't believe in science, but we, we all have melanin in our skin. It's only to the degree that you have that melanin. Yep. That's what shows on the outside. I mean, when they, they've got things where they take a camera and they take a picture of you under a with UV light. They take away all of the natural light and they just see what you look like with UV light. You can't tell what anyone looks like. I mean, you that's what you can't tell what anyone looks like. Everyone you take by taking away the regular light that we see, UV light we can't see. But with the camera sees it, and when the camera reflects back, everyone looks the same. If you put a white person and a black person next to each other, they both look the same. Mm -hmm. That same black person that you look at can have a whole face full of freckles that you don't see because the melanin is hiding it. Mm -hmm. 
And it's crazy to see that and people don't realize how close we are. Because I also, on this podcast, and so since you're here, I kind of let people know there are no different races. We're, we're all the same race. That's just a white construct. Oh, yeah. That was put out there. And then people dividing themselves on purpose and sticking to what they want to stick to, et cetera, et cetera. Different things as well as, like you said, um, the region, like the region that you come from all have to do with your skin tone. And, and like, um, I forget who was talking about it, but like, for example, people with a darker skin tone living in more northern regions need to absorb more vitamin C within their diet because naturally the melanin would absorb the, the uh, vitamin C. So if you're not in a warmer environment, that's something that you need to pay attention to. Now, I do agree with everything that you were saying. Like, obviously, that's proven fact that everyone looks the same that way. But once you turn the lights on, back to what you were saying, why, why does that change everything? And 100%, it should not. But because people's egos are fragile, and everyone wants to feel important. And it's been pushed in society that the white man is the superior person and they're the best. But it's like you you put out there when you look at the news, the news portrays black people, even innocent black people. Imagine there are those people, but innocent black people. Anything happens to one of them, the first thing they do is they look up to see if you've done anything wrong in your entire existence mm -hmm. that's a fact that is a fact oh my gosh I and don't let you have done one little thing wrong they'll put up you're innocent i mean there was a guy that was black older gentleman he was in new york city and got his head almost cut off i believe but he was definitely stabbed to death by some crazy white guy and they show the crazy white guy as, oh, he was troubled. But the black guy, who was dead and innocent, they put up his freaking, his uh, arrest picture. That's horrible. That and if you look through all the stuff, I mean, they did it to Trayvon Martin. He's dead. He had an arrest picture put up versus uh, what's-his-face. Well, who cares? Dickhead. They didn't give him a goddamn... Uh, they, the picture they put up with him was him with a black eye. Oh, you had a black eye. You should have got a lot more than that. Because people told you to leave him the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think part, somebody had... Oh, was somebody? It was Cat Williams had said, you know... Well, a few other people. Because it was also one of the ladies that was on Black Lives... She was associated with Black Lives Matter. And she had a diatribe that they went through when they were first started burning things, I think in Louisville. Don't start me the line. I, if I don't know it, I'm not going to claim to know it. So I do know a lot of things. If I don't know stuff, I will say I don't know. But she, in her diatribe, she talked about, well, okay, you want to sit here and say, why are we burning things down? She's like, you broke the social contract. We're here. You told us, chill out, go to work, do the right thing, and you can flourish here in America. 
But we do that. We try to get a job. Once they see you, because if you don't have a traditional black name, when you show up and they, they're thinking that they're getting Joe White and Joe White shows up, but he's a black man, all of a sudden the whole conversation shifts. Oh, wait. Yeah, we, you know what? We just hired somebody, but yeah, you called me down here specifically because you said my resume was spectacular. It still is. But we hired somebody in front of you just before you got here. We hired somebody who had an even more spectacular. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. We'll, we'll keep your, your uh, information on file. That that's the that's the key phrase. We'll keep your information on file. Wow. Okay. Thanks. Like. <laughs> yeah. And that file is the round waste paper basket. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say throw this out in the next sixty days. Exactly. I'm in the I'm in the union, and I've experienced that. I mean, when I first started, I was fresh. Fresh face, bushy eyed, didn't know nothing. Both my parents are nurses. So I have nothing to know about electrical field, except I like tinkering around with stuff. So I'm working. I go to work every day. I show up every day, do what I'm asked to do. And I'm like, well, I don't know nothing. So please show me what needs to be done. They're showing me, telling me what needs to be done, showing me how to do things. I'm learning. Then all of a sudden comes a day, I did the same thing yesterday as I did today, but today they come and tell me, yo, um, you need to pick the pace up a little bit because, you know, I had to stop the super from firing you. From firing me for what? I'm here every day. I don't complain. I'm, whatever you tell me to do, I'm doing it. What did I do different today to yesterday? Well, you know, just you just ought to do a little bit more. And I was like, okay, that's a little strange, but no problem. Then they rotate you around different contractors so that you can get, at least in my local, different fields of what's going on. So instead of you just being with someone that you only work on telephone switches or you only work on light poles or you only work on traffic lights, this way they rotate you around so you can get a, as vast a uh, – experience as you can so i go to the next contractor and the same thing i'm there for a few months then it hits a point and eventually when i finally saw another black person i'm just telling them what was going on and they're like ha, ha, ha. you don't know <laughs> what do you mean don't know what of course i don't know that's why i'm asking i'm like it, it just seems strange they get paid extra to have you on their job mm -hmm. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, you're a minority. Yep. They get paid extra to have a minority on the job. Oh. But that money doesn't go through the entire time that you're there. So if they've got 90 to 120 days of extra money for you, after that 90 to 120 days or whatever it was runs out, you're just like everybody else. But you're not like everybody else because you're black. Then that's when the light bulb turned on. The keys switch 
flipped. I was like, oh, now I see. Okay. Yes. 100%. And and honestly, um, that's what I was going to say. It's kind of like the the word black and black people and, and just like being a person of ethnicity it's cherished and celebrated when you know someone is enjoying it or is entertained by it or or is like like you just gave an example of gaining profit from something that comes naturally to them now when things start to get more serious or not so entertaining or or friendly or cute to people anymore then that's when then tables start to turn and you really start to see like why certain people were smiling in your face exactly you know it hurt because i still looked around at some people i'm like i was on jobs and i bust my ass and i was just like okay you know i even i grew up in the suburbs both my parents together, they're still together. I had the epitome upbringing because I was in really the, not the upper, but it was above middle class. Not to say we were rich. My parents changed their cars every couple of years because they jumped into leases. So they were like, oh, well, this will save us money which eventually found out, man, we're not saving anything because we're constantly spending money on a car. Yeah, we don't have to physically do anything to the car, but when they trade it in, oh, the tires are bad. There's a couple of thousand dollars. We have to pay for new tires. Oh, it got dinged. Oh, you got to pay for that. But you got they had a new car every three years. But because I grew up mainly around white people, I started out in Brooklyn, and when things started to go south in our neighborhood, they took us out of Brooklyn and brought us out to Long Island. And once we got to Long Island, I went to Catholic school. Ooh. Okay. They didn't play. And I did Catholic school until 10th grade. Then after that, the school changed names and the football team. I was like, well, our football team was about to get bumped up from triple A to double A. And I was like, this sucks. I'm now going to be on a loser team. I don't want to do this here. So I just left and went to the public school in my town. I have, I can sit here and say, I have not yet been uh, disrespected by police. As old as I am, not saying, but as old as I am, have not been disrespected by police. But it was only this year, a few months ago, speaking to my sister, I put that claim out there. Because I still say, defund the police. Money that's going to the police can be going to different places. That could be making a lot of different changes in the lifestyle of Americans. I'm not saying get rid of the police, but the police don't need tanks. Oh no, I was in Ocean City. For those of you don't that don't know, I live in New Jersey. So I'm speaking about Ocean City, New Jersey. Mind you, this is a dry town, which means no liquor or alcohol involved. I showed up to work early morning shift, you know, at 6 a.m. 
why does Ocean City Police Department have a tank? So I completely agree with you. Why do they need a tank by the boardwalk? What's going to happen there? Yeah, we, we have military. Exactly. We do. And it's like, if you're going to keep that funding into the police, you and I were talking about earlier, fund something different. Fund maybe, like, we were talking about the police officer's mental health because it is a struggle to, to be a police officer day to day. You put your life on the line. Yes. And you know, there are lots of, lots of things that everyone should not see on a daily basis. Yep. It affects you. Yep. And I'm saying this on a yearly basis because, you know, no one tries to break the bank for anything that means well or is the quote unquote what I believe the right thing to do because these are humans as well. All of those people in blue are humans as well. I think that there should be a mental eval, you know, a little checkup every year because there are experiences that could really damage someone. Like it doesn't even have to be an experience from something that they were involved. It could have been something they saw something that they saw on a scene or, or someone that they were helping that they just saw like themselves, a family member, anything, or that they had to go into a crazy situation. So I think that mental eval would make a huge difference, not only in the lives of the officers, but in their family as well. Well, Hey, I'm right there with you. Um, I see that we're on this platform. Hey, if you guys have any problems, we're using anchor. So you're brand new. What was your experience with uh, getting on here on Anchor and joining into the podcast? Um, honestly, I loved it. I thought it was about to be really complicated. Um, basically, Marlon sent me the link. Um, I clicked on the link. I hopped on Anchor. It brought me right to the Anchor page. And I was just like, hello? Is, is this thing on? Next thing you know, hi. And that's it. So honestly, this is way easier than I was expecting. I love this. Excellent. So, hey, thank you, Anchor, for making this as easy as you do. Yes, thank you. The only, com only complaint I have is let me be able to do this on my computer also. Because what it is, I'm able to do a podcast from the computer, but I can only do it by myself. I can't invite other guests in. Uh, boo, they need, um, what is it? A suggestions jar. Drop that in there. Because why can't you do that? Because the laptop is prime. It, it honestly sometimes has um, a better mic. Right. And it's quieter because, yeah, because you are sounding great. Like I had one uh, host and I'm not sure what she was doing. Oh, it might have just been her phone, but there was... Her phone was trash, and the whole time her phone was on, it sounded like I'm hearing her earrings scratching up on the phone, so it was just like a lot of tapping, tapping. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, are you typing to somebody? What are you doing? Yeah. And but yeah. this is a very clean connection we got here. It's really quiet where you're at. It's quiet where I'm at. I'm loving this. Good. I'm, I'm glad my dog and cat are being quiet for the podcast. That's, that's really the gift here. So thank you, Cleo. You guys are being good. You guys will get treats. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I really want to see here. Let me know if you can hear what these guys are saying with about this uh, lady. I'll just play a little bit of it and see if you can hear it so that we can comment 
on what they got going on because these guys are definitely doing it wrong. Okay. The truth. American hero. Man, just think about the bravery it took for this one woman to do this. When you yeah. look at Antifa yeah. or these uh, protesters, these peaceful protesters, these... Can you hear them? Yeah, they said it, the bravery that it took for this lady to do this. The bravery. Yeah. I'm going to say... Honestly. Well, no, it, it, it still takes some bravery. I mean, she's you're in the middle of Manhattan. I was going to say, that takes some balls. <laughs> I don't yeah, it takes big, big balls to grab some paint and start just spreading it on, knowing you're about to get arrested. And the way, you know, police treat black people... But hey, so by all means, she definitely had big balls. You know, Jesus was on her side this day. I have this question. But these guys here with the peaceful protesters, it's like, you know, they're following the same thing that the news puts out there. More, more damage has been caused by the gender reveal fire that was started in California than all of Black Lives Matter. Um, protests that have gone around the country. Oh my gosh, the gender reveal fire. I thought that was a joke at first. Oh my gosh. Now, a thing I was going to say, my question for that lady is like, like you were saying, she had a lot of balls to do that. And my question is, was it worth it? Do you know how much you just put on yourself to do that? Like, was it worth it? Maybe for her it was. Honestly, maybe for her yeah. it was. I'm sure she believes it was worth it. Hey, if anybody knows her, you know, have her uh, message the bad guy at you're doing it wrong dot online. Mm-hmm. You know, drop me a message. Or even through this anchor app, you can send us a message through here and we'll definitely get it that way. Oh yeah, definitely. I'd but- love I'd love to talk to her and like just to honestly hear like what she means and what her interpretation of Jesus lives matter means to her. Right. Cause she was saying black lives don't matter. Black lives don't matter. I thought she, she was one of the people that was like, okay, black lives don't matter because black people keep killing black people, but you're always going to kill a person that's in your vicinity. I'm if you're mainly around black people, you're going to kill a black person. If you're mainly around white people, you're going to kill a white person. That's just, the law of relativity. That's just how it goes. Yep, and I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back. Jesus was black. So, her saying that is kind uh-huh. of... Mm, all right. So, so were the Jews. I don't understand how, you know, they left Israel, or they left Egypt as uh, black people and showed up in Israel as white people? How did that happen? It doesn't make sense, but... They're, they're, um, first of all, they're not even white in israel they're they're still they still got that melanin like honestly all throughout northern parts of africa there are there are fair-skinned african people wow yes i did not realize that because here in america you only see blackity black 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 people and i grew up you know it was hey light bright damn near white that was the saying back in the days when i was growing up Mm -hmm. until i joined the military and the guy was like hey Okay, you running behind this light-skinned girl. Put her as dark as you. Is she still cute? And once I did that, I was like, ooh, 
she ain't. <laughs> okay. That was the only thing she had going on was that she was light bright. Mm-hmm. So it completely changed my mind because we are all racist. All of us have a prejudice, have a little bit of racism in us. It's all to, to the extent that you're willing to put it out there. I like seeing the little posts when they put, oh, America, Obama, he started all of this racism stuff and dividing the country. No, you guys were mad that Obama became president. You divided yourself because he always respected every single one of the white people in this country. To me, he respected them a little too much, but I can't blame him much because if he would have gone too far, which he didn't even, to me, he didn't even take any real steps to help us. But if he would have gone too far, I know there was a bullet for him. Mm -hmm. That was honestly, that's like a scary thought that I feel like everyone low-key was like aware of. Like there's a lot of people that just hated him because of the fact that this man was black. Yep. Like they wouldn't take him seriously, wouldn't respect him, nothing. Uh, they did. Uh, it's funny. Congress did everything actively. So they said, oh, if Obama likes it, I'm not going to do anything. To me, if I would have been Obama, I'd have been like, okay, you're going to say no to everything I want to do? Then I'm going to pick up a whole bunch of your stuff and be like, hey, I want to do this with the stock market. I want to do that with this, and I want to do this with that. I would take up a whole bunch of Republican causes and be like, oh, you're going to say no to everything? Okay. Well, then let's start saying no to everything. And force their hand. He should have, to me, he should have gotten a, a little bit blacker once he became president. Once he got a second term, I didn't expect him. He, I didn't want him to start grabbing gold teeth, and you know, start playing rap music throughout the damn White House. But come on, you, you ain't got no other term coming up. Now you can do what you want to do. Speak your mind. Mm-hmm. But all right, let's see what else these clowns have to say. Of hundreds of people, yeah, it's a whole lot easy, easier to be rebellious when you're in a group of people. Yeah. She did this by herself. I wouldn't even call her rebellious. Yeah, I would say she's standing up for what's right. Yeah, good versus evil. I wouldn't even. I'm surprised that they even arrested her. Yeah. They said she was uh defacing a public mural. I was like, that Black Lives Matter. <laughs> That's not a mural. That's graffiti. <laughs> Looked like she was doing a pretty good job and covering it up. She was going out of finish. She was doing it for free. Yeah, she was doing a good job. All she needed is about another 10, 15 minutes. Yo. You know what? You know what? Yeah, go ahead. She said she needed 10, 15 minutes. First of all, I stopped listening after they said good versus evil. That right there shows their mindset. You said these are two black men, right? I don't I know they may be more fair-skinned black men, but these are two black men at the end of the day, correct? Correct. They said good versus evil. So what's evil about Black Lives Matter? If you're saying all lives matter, that includes black lives. No, uh, no. Uh, Black lives don't matter. You're racist if you have to put a color in front of lives matter. Uh, It's just a stupid talking point that racists use to try to say that they're not racist. It's like saying 
I've got black friends. I'm not racist. Um, when's the last time you sat down and had dinner with any of these black friends? Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, sorry. Okay. When was the last time one of these black friends was in your house? Uh, you know, nobody answers those questions. But they like to say, oh, I've got black friends. I got, uh, my, my cousin's sister's brother's boyfriend was, is black. That doesn't mean you can't be racist. I had plenty of people that I used to start Xing off of my stuff. Remember when everyone was hyped about the uh, Confederate flag and how much history that shows? Mm-hmm. I started Xing people out of my Facebook off of there. I was like, wow, really? You're a northerner. Your whole family's from the north, but yet you want to run around talking about how much history the Confederate flag has? I'm like, you know, they were traitors to the country. Yeah, like they were trying to be their their own country. Like they were trying. To right. They, they literally, and they like to sit there and say, "Well, why are they rioting? Because America was built on riots." That's a fact. It's in the DNA. You know, they they got the thing. It's like when you protest racism in America, Americans think you're protesting America. But obviously, racism is a part of America because these people that love to say, well, my family picked themselves up by their bootstraps. Listen, if you're white, I'm not saying all of you, but if this is what you think, fuck you. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. After World War One and Two, well, especially Two, where they had the GI Bill, they didn't really let the black people go to college. Oh, and as we speak about college, I learned a lot of stuff off Facebook. College used to be free. You know when they started charging for college? When? 1865, right after slavery. Hmm. Oh, that makes sense. That ma- that makes sense. As, like it really does. As bad as that is. Yep. Once the slaves were free, oh well, we can't have them go to college without my kids. Not my little Tommy. Like we gotta find a a nice way of saying you're not good enough. Like, yeah, you're not welcome here. So, oh, we gonna start charging because your nigga ass ain't sitting next to my damn Tommy. Really? No way. Uh. Uh-uh. But, oh, you, you guys gave us all the same shake. Oh, how about I lived in Long Island? Levittown, Long Island. The Constitution of Levittown. Levittown was never, ever. It was set up in world after World War II. That's where the suburbs started booming. It was set up as a white community. In their Constitution, you are not allowed to sell a home to a minority, especially black. Written into their bylaws. Yeah. It's only that today that they bypass that, but it's still in their constitution. But yet they black people have had the same opportunities just like we had the same opportunity when we had Black Wall Street and they burnt it to the ground. Yeah. Every time black people are trying to do something for themselves, 
white people come along and like, oh, wait, you uppity Negroes, we can't have this. Martin Luther King, they love to put out Martin Luther King. Y'all should do it like Martin Luther King did. We did do it like Martin Luther King did. Look what he got. Yep. A bullet. Yep, I was about to say that. He, yeah, he did it, what you would say is the right way now after what he got assassinated. Like, and I'm sure, obviously, we all know going through the peaceful protest, they went through training. Like, they went through training. It wasn't easy. And even then, it was still riots from everyone. So I don't know what people expect. Um, well, it wasn't really a riot. It was they were peacefully walking down the street saying, please, can we just sit in the same place you guys are and not have to walk to the back of the bus? Can we drink out of the same water fountain? No, I'm saying from, from the people that disagreed with the movement. They were still so upset, even though it was being handled peacefully. Oh, they sent dogs. They sent the police beating their asses, firemen, water hoses. You sprayed men, women, children with water hoses and set dogs on them because they decided to walk together. They just booed the NFL because they just said, hey, let's all walk hand in hand and let's unite. They didn't say anything about Black Lives Matter. They just said, let's unite. Let's just all be Americans. And the people in the stands booed them. Like, that doesn't make sense. Nothing's good enough for anyone. At the end of the day, point blank period, nothing's good enough for anyone. And someone's always going to be upset. 100%. There's always going to be people that's going to be upset about something. But for this, it's like... Their time is coming, and this is the biggest movement that the world has ever seen. And we're mad as hell. We ain't going to take it no more. And I'm honestly interested, like you said, to see what the NFL does decide to do because of the way they handled the Kaepernick situation. Yeah, I'm still upset over Kaepernick. I didn't watch football like that, but I definitely stopped watching once – Cap was booted out and not allowed to come back in. Well, here's the thing. My whole thing on the um, NFL standpoint, first of all, they just trying to milk the money cow. Um, The NFL players didn't always come out onto the field for the national anthem, but because it gets them more money and more ratings to see the players out there by the flag, that's why they started coming out there. And as far as Kaepernick's concerned, He did sit that first time, but because he does have respect, which they did not choose to discuss with him, they just completely just offed him. He talked to people that were in the military, and they told him it is disrespectful to sit, to take a knee, because it is for those who have fallen. 100% correct. And like I said, there's plenty of military people that will sit there and tell all the other people, like, oh, it's the military. This has nothing to do with the military, one. But two, you're an American. As an American, it's your right to protest. And if you're doing it peacefully, you're doubly right. That's the reason why we go to war. And we didn't go to war for a flag. We didn't go to war for an anthem. 
we went to war, also say we were actually going to war for bullshit, but the spirit that the soldier in the trenches has in their mind, in their hearts, uh, we're going to war for the people back home so that they can protest if they need to, get up and speak English if they want to, or Spanish, or French, or Patois, whatever you feel. Because guess what? America doesn't have a national language. Just in case you didn't know. Mm -hmm. But, yo, I'm liking having you on here. Yes, I love it. Good vibes. All right, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. You guys are probably tired of hearing us sitting here talking. Yeah, tune in for the next podcast. (laughs) Exactly. But, yo, definitely, you know, check out the bad guy. You're doing it wrong. Any place you want people to send you any messages? Um, Honestly, you can just follow me on my Facebook and my Instagram. It's Haley Hewlett, H-A-L-E-Y. H-U-L-I-T-T. And for my Instagram, just put a dot in between Haley and Hewlett. Also, you're going to see my modeling page connected right to it. So go ahead and show some love or just send whatever you want to send based off the podcast. (laughs) Facts. Yo, we're going to do this again. Thank you very much, Hale. Most definitely. Until next time. Until next time, fam. Later. Bye.